0: Oh my goodness, guess what? It's that time again. It's time for a new episode of your favorite podcast, The New Guys, which is what you're currently listening to. Uh, And you're listening to your host, one of your two hosts, River Butcher. I am also a stand-up, an actor, and a writer, uh, and a utility infielder um, and manager of a baseball team. And joining me, as always, is my co-host.
1: Hi, I'm Gabe Dunn. I'm a writer, podcaster, (laughs) Filmmaker, <laughs> um we're gonna get into if you if you we recorded the interview for this and then now we're doing the intro. And River and I are both that's right changed, shaken, shooketh, <laughs> rearranged.
0: I, well, I think I think Gabe, I think Gabe, you're a little more shook I'm than shook I am.
1: Also primarily <laughs> I, because I, of how on point she was for you that I going into it. Sure, yeah. No, was, I like, could
0: tell. Gag your and. eyeballs. Like, I wish you all like here's the thing. Uh, And we're going to talk about this in the in the um, interview as well. Um, We have a What is the thing that you made for us? Oh, a Kofi. The donation.
1: K-O-D-O-T-F-I. Yeah, it's like it's a donation page where you can do like it's not like Patreon. It's like you can do one off donations or monthly if you want for the show. It's in the link in our Instagram bio.
0: Yes, if you are so inclined, please donate to that so that we could record this podcast in a studio that has video so you could see Gabe's reaction to an episode like the one you're about to listen to. This is what I'm trying to say. I was
1: gagged the whole time.
0: The whole time. Your eyeballs were all over the gagged. place. Um, And so I get, you know, I was going to like check it. It's like I don't think we need to check in with each other at all because this uh, this like interview is so accurate. So. The person that we have on our show today is astrologer, uh spiritual medium, uh harrow reader, uh, many splendid things. Spiritual stuff, yeah. <laughs> That's right, many spiritual things. Uh Jessica Lignato mm-hmm. uh is on the podcast today and she read us both to very much filth. And Agreed. so <laughs> it's it's mostly her talking um and us going, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I think we shared a lot, me and you. We shared a lot of stuff.
0: We yes, we did. but I, I'm just saying like she's very talented and very accurate. and so if you are like reading the the title of this episode or listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth and your eyes are rolling, I get it. A lot of people feel many ways about astrology. I understand. I would offer this episode as just like a hey, Why don't you just listen to this? Yeah. Because astrology is not about predicting things necessarily. It's not about predicting your life and then telling you what your life is going to be like. The way that I approach astrology is just sort of like a weather report. Mm -hmm. And it often provides me with tools such as rain jackets Mm -hmm. or a winter coat, Mm -hmm. you know, such like a winter, like a weather report would do to like help me understand, like, oh, this is what I'm going through. This is, the reality that's happening and how can I best get through that? And I feel like that's precisely what this episode does.
1: Also, you guys don't know what's going on for us privately, but just know <laughs> that everything she said was so right that uh, both of us are are just um, – it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Like we,
0: for the, for we've been recording this podcast for a couple months, six months now or close, I don't know. somewhere around there. Yeah. We, we've been doing it for a while. It's, this is not our first episode. I don't know that we've ever had a phone call after we've recorded an episode, recorded <laughs> an episode. And I think we're going to have a phone call after this one. Like it just was very accurate. And it's also not like. Anything that anyone could have gone on the internet to find out. No, either you know, like there's just, I mean, in cer- some circumstances, yes, but also not at all. Yeah. So man. I don't know. It's just like I'm not interested in astrology for for it to tell me what I am. But when yeah. it tells me what I am, I go, yeah, this is accurate. I know. <laughs> you know, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like, hello, you're at the door. You know. Uh, I know. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, our readings because we all we each got our charts read and then we got our relationship mine and Gabe's relationship read mm-hmm. which was also really wonderful and so a lot sweet. of wonderful stuff came out of that it's really tender and sweet so please stick around if you're not an astrology person and just like you know give it a shot you never know and we know? get
1: into some lovely gender stuff too so
0: just real quick wanted to let you know that our guest Jessica Lenato does not do personal chart readings anymore so we just wanted to give you that heads up before the interview i know you're going to want one uh but you can't get one anymore you should go check out her website though uh which is love uh and she has a wonderful podcast that she's going to talk about right after this Welcome back, everybody, to The New Guys. We're so happy that you're here. I'm really happy to be here. And I'm happy to introduce you to our next guest, Jessica Lignato. Welcome to the show, Jessica.
2: Thank you very much. And very good job on my name. I thank appreciate you. You, it.
0: You coached me very well. I have to be <laughs> well, fully transparent that you absolutely coached me.
2: I've coached a lot of people on it, and they've not done as well as you as quickly. Uh, so Thank you. Well, you, yeah.
0: know, you know why I appreciate this praise, and you'll let everybody know why in a (laughs) moment. Uh, But let everybody know, uh, the new guy's audience, um, what you do and uh, uh, what you're here to do.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I am an astrologer, a psychic medium, an animal communicator, as Gabe knows. Uh, And, uh, you know, I do a bunch of other super woo stuff. And I have been doing and a podcaster and a writer. But I've been doing this work since 1994, 95 professionally. And I have been like, I built my practice in the queer community in queer community in San Francisco uh, in the mid 90s and just kind of built it up and went full time in 99. Wow. And uh, I'm just, you know, an, a queer astrologer.
0: <laughs> I Are love you a it.
2: Vampire. <laughs> what? I have things,
1: but no. Why do you ask? Because you look so young and the dates are not mathing.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, well, that now you're my favorite. Um, Yeah, no, I'm 48 and a half. Well, four, I'm more than 48 and a half. I'm almost 49.
0: 48 wow. and three quarters?
2: Uh, something like that. I'll be yeah. 49 in January.
0: Oh, my goodness. Vampire. Well, I mean, first of all, yeah. congratulations. Seems like a
2: lie. <laughs> Thank you very much. Wow. Thank you very much. That's Thank right. Thank you
0: very much. But I do just want, you know, shout out. To queerness because I really do think that's what keeps us all very young.
2: (laughs) It does. It really does. No kids. Honestly, that that, no no kids. kids. Right. That's right. I got
1: carded again, and they (laughs) scanned my ID because they didn't believe me this time. Oh
0: wow.
2: That's pretty good. How old are you? I should know because well, yeah, I'm looking at your chart. No, it's fine. I'm
1: 35, and mm. I'm now, as a trans guy, everyone, I'm getting carded constantly. They think <laughs> right. I am under 21. Which is 21. the opposite right.
0: experience of that I'm having because as a, as a lesbian, I was constantly being carded for things such as, taking a photograph of a slot machine at the airport in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh my. So that's what I oh was bringing my. to the table. And now people are, I go to, I, when I go to a bar for work or something, people, they don't, they're just like, go ahead, dude. <laughs> what are you, 50? I'm like, this is great. No, no. <laughs>
1: it's terrible.
0: <laughs> I love it. People think I'm 30.
1: You just look like you look very like like working class tough guy. So like like masculine. Perfect. So like Thank you. I think like when you like sidle up to the bar, I'm like, oh, he must have had a hard day at the factory or whatever. <laughs> That's right. And so like, you know, I assume <laughs> you're over Podcast <laughs> factory.
2: The podcast factory. Right. <laughs> yeah. that's a thing. Everybody knows about it in LA. Everybody yeah.
0: knows about it. I mean, you're working yeah, at the podcast totally. factory. Um, yep. Do you want to give a quick shout out to your podcast right now before we get into it?
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you should listen to my podcast. It's called Ghost of a Podcast. And I drop two episodes a week. The wow. one in the middle of the week is um, I give a reading to somebody on the pod. And then the Sunday episode is a horoscope. So I just am like. Yeah. There's going to be terrible things this week. Let me tell you the date. Let me tell you why it's happening. That kind of shit. Or wonderful (laughs) things. But I'm a Capricorn, so I'd like to lead with what's wrong.
0: I love that. Uh, And that's a beautiful segue, Jessica, into why Mm -hmm. we invited you onto the podcast. Uh, Gabe and I talked a couple episodes ago about chart stuff and how we should do our charts and those things. I've actually been taking a moment of clearing on paying attention to the astrology right now however i'm very into it and i i love it very much uh tarot and astrology and all kinds of stuff i forget how into it gabe is but i'm really excited to get our charts read and our specifically our relationship read because i think i don't know i think it's gonna be fun it's always fun to me but i I forget It's it's fun and weird so that's and you were totally on board and we really appreciate that and we're really grateful that you're here
1: The last time I had Jessica on my other show, she spoke to my dog. Mm -hmm. This is him. You can't see him because it's a podcast. But she spoke to Beans. um, And turns out he's a simple boy, which is what I've always thought. He's had no (laughs) thoughts. Smooth brain. What a cute Um, boy. Well,
2: I seem to remember him as just being perfectly pleased. Yeah. 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 Extremely pleased with his life. So, okay. So- There's questions I have for you. Great. Who goes first? Mm -hmm. And what, who goes first? And do you want me to just fucking tell you what I want to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you have questions? No, no, no. Tell us what you have to tell us.
0: Yeah. I I don't really have questions. I usually always am like career and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. Okay. Like, like, I don't not care about hearing about that, but that's always what I ask (laughs) a tarot card debt. Like, it's like, and I'm just like over it. You know what I mean? It's like, I get it. It tells me we got what it I need all. To know every time.
2: Okay, great. We got the cards. I have your charts. I got it all. Okay, but who's who goes first? Let's do River first.
0: Okay. Happy Look to. at how
2: polite the two of you are. You could be Canadian <laughs> in this moment. It's really enjoyable. That's you first. No, you first. Okay. I'm from Toronto. Though. So, Oh, you are. I'm from Montreal. No, no,
0: no. No, I'm not. No, I'm just jo- I, I'm. you i a liar. I'm, I, if I was from Canada, I want to be from Toron- you wanna be Toronto. You want to be from Toronto? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to ignore
2: that as a person from Montreal. <laughs> so sorry. I'm going to completely do that. Okay. So River, you're going to go first, Yes. right? Yes. Okay, so River, yes, you're a double Leo, sun rising, both in Leo. You've got your moon in, uh, Taurus. That's right. So um, if somebody's trying to date you, they should bring you food. (laughs) They say that the the way to a moon in Taurus is hardest through the tummy. Oh, yeah, that checks out. With gifts, yeah, with edible gifts. Um, I feel like that sounds a dirty, and it could be, but that's not what I meant. Okay, so there's so many things that I could say about your chart, but it's interesting. Like you are a very interesting combo platter of incredibly private and like all's fair and love and war. Am I, I know. right?
0: Yes, a hundred percent.
2: There's there's certain things in your chart that I simply wouldn't talk about on a podcast, even one that you have editing control over, because wow. you're private.
0: Uh-huh. And do
2: you have a therapist? Yes. Okay, great.
0: Yeah, a somatic therapist that I've been working with for five years.
1: Fun fact, me and River used to have the same therapist. Oh, we my God. Did, yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> codependent at all. Yes. No, it was cool. an accident. It was totally But River, do you remember one it. time... It was a complete accident and I used to run into you all the all the time before we were really friends and I came out of the therapist's office and you were in the waiting room
2: and you went, "Of course you're here." <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awesome. And if I'm remembering your relationship chart right, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come. Yeah, we're just we'll going to, come back, come, to, back to come, it, back. come back to it. Come back to it. Put a put it. a pin okay. in that, Jessica. So, let me just tell you. Okay. 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 Yes. Let me tell you. The thing that is really up in your life right now is very deep and very personal uh-huh. and it has a lot to do with your love life and it has a lot to do <laughs> my eyes just widened so big <laughs> oh
0: my god look
2: <laughs> well, that was it. look
0: anybody that's listening to this podcast as Jessica just said I'm a very private person i just yeah. want to tell you that this is 100,000% accurate <laughs> so if anybody's yeah. listening and is like astrology is bs I'm just going to tell you, it's not
2: <laughs> like yep. it just
0: it just isn't. It just is not. It just is. And Jessica and I have emailed with each other. We don't know That's each it. other. Yeah. We recently yeah. followed each other. Like, yeah, I,
1: don't think I you barely know what's on going me. on with River.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know River's really, really good at doing this thing where you're like, everything's fine. Everything is super cool. Hey, you know what? I'm a resilient guy. I got this. You don't have to worry about me. Sometimes I'll share that, oh, things are hard or stressful. But like, for you, coming across as resilient and self-sufficient is how you feel lovable and likable and safe in relationships with other people. Oh, boy. So you are not going (laughs) to lead with, I'm going through some fucking shit right now. But you are going god. through some shit right now which on a really intense and personal level is related to an excavation of your values like what do you actually value about <laughs> other people
0: oh my god <laughs> dude i like look yeah you're right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I, uh, it's crazy yeah, I am. it that's that's yeah i mean there's just <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, slash, you're welcome. No, no, yes, I appreciate it. And, and it's, it's, I will add to this that it's like, it's deeply fucking triggering time mm-hmm. for you because yes. you're not just trying to figure out what you value, but you're trying, you're struggling with your value. Yes. And it, it has, you know, because this is a response to Venus in your birth chart, it is to do with gender and the uh-huh. evolution of your physiological gender as much as anything else, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's also very much to do with your just fucking core mm-hmm. shit. And this has been going on for a couple of years, but mm-hmm. right now it's on fire a little bit. Yeah. And so in the last couple of years... Have you gone through major breakup?
0: <laughs> when you say the last couple of years, uh, how, could, just just to say, like, is there a number for you? So that it's you're complicated
2: seeing? because, okay, so uh, in your birth chart, you've got Venus at twenty-seven degrees and thirty-two minutes of Cancer, and Pluto at twenty-four and thirty-two of Libra. So this could have happened anywhere between. I'm gonna. If you have a drum roll, you can insert it here. Okay? <laughs> twenty twenty. Uh, we got, let me give you an exact date, hold, please. Um, the start of 2020, like January of 2020 is Mm -hmm. when shit, let me see, did it start sooner than that? Oh, I'm a liar. Hold on. Um, it actually started when shit started to get real was in April of 2019. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you, you were for like just over two years, like in a fucking period. And then it seemed like things. So we're talking about 2022-ish? Like, mm-hmm. there was a minute there where it seemed like maybe things were going to get better. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it started up again, The the like, the second of the two transits in February of 2021. So the last day of February mm. of 2021. And the first time this Pluto-Venus shit was exact was bear with me on the 19th or 20th of February, 2022. Mm-hmm. So you've just been since the spring of night, 2019 going yeah. through a period of your life that has been excruciating, uh transformational uh, in some ways healing, but mm-hmm. mainly just kind of like ripping your chest open, yes. you know? Um, And there is a lot in there. And obviously you have a shrink, so I'm very happy for you. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but but I will say that um, that the assignment, whether or not you choose to accept it, that's a sci-fi reference. Mm-hmm. Um, the assignment, whether or not you choose to accept it, is to sort through your survival mechanisms and your need for security mm-hmm. to understand what's motivating you around love and being loved, mm. partnership and companionship. Right. That's the assignment.
0: Yes. And that's precisely what I'm doing right now.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Congratulations. <laughs> so, here, let me add a little something to the mix. Great. Which is you have a Jupiter Mars conjunction. Jupiter is at three, and um, Mars is at five degrees of Scorpio. And on October 28th, there's going to be a lunar eclipse where the sun is conjoined, your Jupiter Mars conjunction. And so, let me give you a little advice. Don't do anything bananas. OK, you're very conservative until all of a sudden you do something spontaneous. Right. Uh-huh. Am I right? Yes. Am I right? That's, yeah. 100%. Don't do shit. Don't do shit in your relationships. You may feel it. It may feel like the most true thing you ever felt. Sit on it. Give it several days. Also, uh, don't hook up with anyone new on and around these dates. Don't do it. You may be tempted. You may have opportunities. (laughs) Do not take them. This Mm -hmm. is my advice. Because you're being challenged to sit with your impulses, which is really, really, really hard for you when you have such deep and roiling emotions. You just have such a hard time sitting with your impulses (laughs) because your impulses plus your emotions (laughs) are so overwhelming that what comes up is actually depression it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the overwhelm of emotions except for that it's kind of like it's kind of like a, you have a circuit breaker in you mm-hmm. and when it gets to a certain level and you love the acceleration but then it gets to a certain level and it gets too much and so there's this crash mm-hmm. and the crash can feel like depression i don't know if it is technically depression for you um but it's it's kind of like a lonely scary place for you and mm-hmm. so I can tell you as an astrologer what is happening this week and then with the October 14th eclipse and then a couple weeks from now and the October eighteenth eclipse, don't don't fuck with it. Sit with the feelings, don't act on it. Don't don't get back together with people. Don't hook up with people. Don't burn bridges. Don't flee the country. <laughs> uh, don't do it. Just you're supposed to sit with your impulses and your emotions, even the really terrible ones.
0: Yeah. I mean, you are the 23rd person to tell me this. So, (laughs) I mean, not exactly the astrology, but it's like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. And and I say that to be like, yeah, I believe you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So you said that,
0: Mm -hmm. so the dates to not, to, to be, to really be willing to be in it are the 14th, 18th and 28th. Those are the eclipses. The
2: 14th and 28th, not the 18th, 18th, but honestly, everything in, everything leading up Uh and then For about a week after the 28th. Mm -hmm. So basically, like, fucking cool your jets.
0: Basically, October.
2: October. October. Yeah. And, you know, whatever comes up this Saturday on the 14th of October when there is a Mm. a solar eclipse, it's going to be sitting right around the midpoint of your Saturn and your Pluto. So it's going Mm -hmm. to kick up major survival mechanisms for you. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody reached out to you in a way that made you feel like you had to respond. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. OK. You exactly well, know. What well, I'm I,
0: my baseball team is playing on Saturday. And so there's are like, you playing? I am playing. Yes, it's huh. I'm in a baseball league and we have our own little recreational team and stuff. So like that, it, that's that's what's coming up for me on the 14th.
2: Mm. Of like what that could possibly be. That's definitely, I mean, it's possible that that's what I'm referring to, but I don't think so. I mean, sure. You love life. (laughs) Also, stretch. Uh, Your hamstrings are really, really, really tight. Your hips are tight. Uh, And your knees, like you have to do a lot of stretching of the legs.
0: the hell do you know that?
2: Because I'm a really good astrologer. (laughs) I'm a really, really, really really good astrologer. I'm (laughs) so scared.
0: crazy. I have an MRI on the 27th. For my knee
2: oh good i'm you're getting it handled okay good <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's really good you also you also clench clench or, or grind right yeah. clench or grind yeah, yeah. do you have a night guard, guard. Uh-huh. thank you yep. you need one so yep. much you need have, one.
0: can you see you can't see me right now are you looking uh-uh. i have a busted uh. tooth from it
2: yeah oh i'm sorry yeah you 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 you, 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 you somaticize i'm glad you you know 100%. i'm glad you work on that you're like somebody you you know, and we could talk about how it came to be. We won't talk about it on a podcast because yep. I know you. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say, like, <laughs> it comes from it comes from your maternal lineage. It comes from your maternal lineage. This, like, we have to push it all down. We're not allowed to expose all this. Yeah, I'm Good sorry.
0: Gravy. Yeah, no.
2: Well, you know, that's hey, Mom. You're called an astrologer. You got an no, astrologer. I know. I... Um,
0: Careful so, what you wish for.
2: <laughs> all to say, one more thing I want to tell you about your chart. Yes. You, this year, have been going through something called Saturn opposition to Mercury. Um, This is your first adult experience of it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, And this transit really tests your communication, tests what you believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, It tests your ability to listen well, to communicate, to say what needs to be said. And you're somebody is good with words. Right. But when it comes to communicating, you can get really weird nitpicky and perfectionistic in your head. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes inhibit you from actually listening to people you actually really, really want to listen to because you're busy, like thinking about what they just said. So you you have a hard time like, wait, mm-hmm. they're still talking. um, And that's causing you problems right now. Yeah. And w- what's also causing you problems is are you working on a book? No. Are you thinking about working on a book? I mean,
0: I'm thinking about Whoa. writing all the time. Okay,
2: writing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I've thought about r- working on a book. I'm not working. On I think
2: one it's. Right now. I think it's time to start playing with ideas okay. about what it would be because, uh, because yeah, you have to. You, you have to write a book. We agree about that, right? Like, <laughs> okay. do we agree?
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: I love I'll, that. I'll ask
0: Gabe how to do it.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love I think, that. I think. I think you have a book in you, and I think for you. Um, the challenge of getting past your perfectionism, where you just like, yeah, commit to saying a thing like when you're talking, you know, you can reframe it, you can say it differently. Mm-hmm. But when you write a book, it's fucking it's just written in a yeah, book. You have to do it. And it's that, done. It breaks your brain a little bit. Um, but I think that that you're in a place right now where you're really I hope this doesn't sound shitty, but you're you're <laughs> growing up. You're going <laughs> through a lot of maturization, right? Yeah.
0: No, it doesn't sound shitty.
2: OK, good. Because sometimes, you know, when I'm I not this,
0: offended by that.
2: OK, good. You know, I mean, uh, you know, when I talk to young people, I like to talk to them about growing up. No, I'm just joking. I, yeah. But yes, a little bit. I'm, telling I'm, I'm happy so, to be
0: growing up at 41. Like, that's cool. I, You know, I don't want to be whatever, you know.
2: You are. You are very much <laughs> growing up still. And and it's this process is it's meant to be hard. And so. Yeah. If you're struggling, I want to say, like, you are on time. Like, sometimes the assignment is to be with the struggle. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you are doing it, you know. Great. So congratulations on that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Congratulations on my struggle.
2: Yes, yes. Everybody is so <laughs> jealous of you. So do you have any questions? I know I said a couple of things, but do you have any questions or things that you would want me to get in on more?
0: No. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... I mean, that's all very right on, you know, I mean, the questions that I have for you are questions that again, I would rather ask off the podcast because it's, it's like, too it's too right on. You know what I mean? Like in yeah, it classic, and it is like yeah. my I don't know, there's other people involved in in what we're talking about, you know, so that's that's where Absolutely. I get a little like, well, I don't know. But um, I mean, it sounds like I'm on time, like you just said. So I yep. don't really have any questions. It's just like, oh, okay. right. OK, you can
2: you, you can you can ask me later. You can. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that yeah. was that was me typing and texting. I don't know okay, if it was great.
1: obvious. Yeah. I'm so excited for River's Renaissance. I don't know what it's going to be, but I like it.
2: Oh, I like that you called it Rivers Re- Renaissance. I feel like I don't know. I would go to a Ren fair called Rivers Renaissance. I
1: have. I'm not an astrologer, but I have my own theories about what's what's going to happen for River. But I, <laughs> that's my own theories.
2: Oh wow! What are what yeah. are We're the theories? Can we ask two. or should we? Oh
1: okay, well, no, River fair. will not want me to say
0: them. So. I see.
2: <laughs> I respect. I respect. I've seen River's chart. I respect. Yeah, you understand. So you, Gabe. Uh oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not have that same private thing at all. You're like, you are just like, my book is open. What page would you like to read? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. So okay, 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 okay. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? You know, you're going through so much at this time. Uh, you're going through so much and I'm just trying to like ground into what would be the most helpful. Do you have a question? (sighs) Uh,
1: Um, um, I guess just like the future of (laughs) the future. I don't know of anything.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. What am I, is what am I doing? A question. (laughs) Yeah, it's a question. Um, it's okay. So there's a couple things. The first thing I'll say is, I believe it's next year. Hold on. Let me just tell you exactly when. So starting at the end of February of 2024, you're going to enter into a period that's going to last you two years. And it's a a once-in-a-lifetime period. And it's one in which your career may really explode. Oh, okay. Cool. And you will have the opportunity to have a great deal of power. And this is not bad or good, but it is a lot. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. your challenge is going to be really being intentional about what it is you want and what it is you can sustain, which is not your forte. Who Mm. are we kidding? You got three, four planets in Gemini. You got a moon Uranus conjunction in Sagittarius. You're like impulse, uh, Mm -hmm. inspiration. Like you are just, uh, you're really good at being like, I just saw a pool. Let's jump. And then afterwards being like, oh, shit, there's no water in the pool. We should have checked <laughs> for water first. So this is where it's useful for me to tell you that this is coming because there are so many things you can do. There are so many things mm-hmm. that are like exciting to you and that you have the skill set for and that maybe you have the connections or the opportunities for. It and not all that glitters is gold, see? Mm-hmm. And so doing some sort of evaluation before the transit kicks in, so before February, assessing like, what are your top three things that you wanna be doing? Or if that's too big, thinking, okay, what are the things that I want to be doing with my time on a day-to-day basis? Like, do I wanna be spending time in the public eye? Do I wanna be spending time like playing with my friends? Like, what is it that are your big yeses so that when opportunities come your way, you can evaluate more easily you know, this is this is a yes, this is a no. Because, again, not all that glitters is gold. And I'm willing to wager you're going to get opportunities that other people would want, but that doesn't mean that they're right for you. Ooh, and you might not want. It is a <laughs> tough one. It's like a, a, an abundance problem. Yeah. But abundance problems are big problems, especially if those opportunities are public. Because mm. once you commit to a public thing, it's like 70 extra fucking steps to deal with whether or not you want to pull back or tap on the brakes or whatever. And on top of it, you... And does that make sense so far? Yeah, it's just everything that I hate. It's <laughs> everything that you hate. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, you mean like f- picking which part? Like having big opportunities or figuring out what is the yay and what is the nay?
1: Um, Picking a, a lane. Picking, picking a focus. A yeah. Because uh-huh. what... I'm so scared about money that, mm-hmm. like, what if I pick the wrong lane and the other lane was more money? Oh,
2: and then that's, that's when I get in,
1: when I get in the more money lane, mm-hmm. then I'm miserable. Yes, because I chose the money.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's talk about money, okay? <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, let's do it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Do you have money in investments slash savings? I have, well, yes, I have um, a retirement
1: account, but I, yes, but not, but yeah, well, say what you're going to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a great answer, by <laughs> the way. Uh, it told mm. me a lot of information. Okay. Mm. Okay. So you have some money saved, but it's not liquid saved. It's not like Mm-mm. I can access it because a retirement fund is literally like there's such penalties. You can't just like tap No, it I should can't you access it. it. No. Okay. Okay, cool. You have Saturn in the eighth house. So you have a lot of fucking planets in the eighth house, but you have Saturn in the eighth house. And w- what this means is that for you, having not just locked up resources like an IRA or a SEPIRA or whatever the fuck it is, but having uh, investments that you can basically have accruing value or pull from is really important to your sense of security with money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've just had you spending dollars you may or may not have fair, fair enough. But do you save? I um made some
1: choices <laughs> in a, at a period in my life that ended up being bad choices. <laughs> And then, I don't know. I don't want to give so much away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's fair because,
2: yeah, <laughs> so let me just ask you this. Did you blow money, or do you did you invest poorly?
1: Well, I don't want to say too much because I want to know what you're gonna say, but I <laughs> <laughs> um, I, in a way, Invested poorly. Rivers laughing.
0: <laughs> I'm just laughing at the the journey that I'm being taken on right now. Yeah. I, well, I am I'm a, a podcast listener because I don't know any of these. I was I, gonna I ask if you answers. knew. You don't, no, you don't I, know. No, I right. don't. I mean, the only thing I know about Gabe in regards to money is that he has a podcast called Bad With Money. That's all I know. And so I'm just enjoying this journey of of uh uh clarity that we're having of, of right now.
2: Or discomfort as as it were. Okay. So let me say this. Money is a really big chart, big deal in your chart. I wish I was sharing my Mm -hmm. screen with you. I don't know if we can here. Um, But the vast majority of planets in your birth chart are either in the eighth house, which is where we find investments and inheritances, or in the second house, which is where we find your personal resources, okay? Okay. You got challenging planets in both the fucking houses, though. Both, like, having liquid resources makes you feel like you have too much. It makes you itchy. And it's all in Gemini. So you're like, shouldn't I spend it, though? Shouldn't I just spend it? Shouldn't I do something with this money? Uh, Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of ways that you feel really funky about making money. Although, although. You've found ways to make money that feel in alignment with you, no? Uh yes,
1: but I think. Well, you know what? Let me, let me, let's let's put a pin in it, and <laughs> let's let's see what my love life says, what your
2: love life says. mm Hmm. Bear with me. Hold, <laughs> oh, please. Hold, oh, please. I'm gonna be fucking annoying, Kay. Yeah. And you, you I'm rein great. me in. You stop me. But let me just say this. When it comes to astrology, <laughs> the planet Venus, the second house, they both refer to uh, values. They also refer to finances. And they also refer to love. Because at the end of the day, it is what we value that really matters. And that mm-hmm. shows up in both our personal finances and our love life. Or our partnership mm-hmm. life. Like the two of mm-hmm. you are partners, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not romantic ones, but still partners. So Mm -hmm. I want to say this. This issue of understanding your own varied and sometimes chaotic motivations Mm -hmm. and what's most important to you, what your priorities are, is going to follow you in your love life and your finances. (laughs) So you want to change the subject to the most astrologically similar topic you can. (laughs) You've chosen wisely. Wow. (laughs) Boom. This is Real Talk 2023. 20, <laughs> 2023. 20, okay.
0: So, That's really funny. So
2: it, it is funny, but maybe not for Gabe. I mean, but yeah, also, yes, yeah. But I mean, it's,
0: Gabe got to go on my ride. So now I'm on Gabe's ride. It's That's true. All, you know? It's true.
2: So, the two of you all, are- all unfair
0: in astrology. That's what
2: it is. Yes. <laughs> That's what you could name the topic. Uh-huh. I named the, the episode. All's unfair in astrology. That's right. So so here's the thing I I I- I'm just going to fucking push on the money thing one more time. Then I'm going to fucking do the love life. Okay. That's okay. Here's the thing. You are somebody who is capable of creating real wealth for yourself in this life. But as you know, wealth is not just about money and it's not just about liquid resources. It's about feeling abundant, Mm -hmm. but you've got to kind of work on those motivations and all of that in order to get there. And Honestly, this is not exactly the time for doing that because you're going through a bunch of fucking Neptune transits that are making you feel more confused than other ever and kind of kicking up your anxieties on this topic. Okay, Mm -hmm. And so. That said. Spontaneous spending aside, I actually think that you could have a very healthy financial life and you maybe already have had a healthy financial life. So I just want to put that in your pipe. You can smoke it now or later. And no. then, yeah. does does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if there are no more questions about money, you want me to move to love? Yeah. And then I'll explain everything. <laughs> okay, 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 <laughs> okay, I don't okay, want I'll our listeners then, to be we'll like, do. what the hell? But, I mean, everybody wants to know. Okay. Yeah. So your love life, you're in a relationship currently? Mm-hmm. And are you guys monogamous? Mm-mm. How is that for you? Uh,
1: mostly fine. Uh. I I think I mean I've always been in open relationships mo- mostly my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's most it's usually mostly fine. I think there's like always fine tuning to do, you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think that's true with all agreements, right? Why did you ask that? <laughs> I asked that because you're going through a Neptune a couple of Neptune transits and what they do is they blur the lines so intensely that a lot of times people People have a hard time with healthy boundaries. Like, it could be in your thinking or your feelings. It could be in your situation. Okay, so there's the face. Okay, so you get it. You get what's up. Okay. And, you know, there's non-monogamy and then there's polyamory. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're very different things. And are the two mm-hmm. of you a little bit more poly right now? hmm Yeah. I, I'm not sure that that's exactly working for you if there aren't clear boundaries. So I warned you. Mm. This is kind of like what I said about the money stuff. Um, but- you are going through a uh, Saturn conjunction to Mars. Happens once every 29 years. Damn. Um and it is hard. It can really bring up intense stuff around the body. Um, and Mars is, you know, it's the man symbol in particular <laughs> around your your masculinity and your masculine body. And that's not just about your physical body. You know, it's just like, you know, body is so fucking layered and complicated. And Saturn governs maturization, but it also governs like self-consciousness and and a sense of vulnerability. So you're kind of going through this really intense thing. And to be going through that in relationship with somebody just means that the relationship kind of becomes a part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be a bit hard. Saturn conjunction to Mars uh, generally, either gives you not a lot of sex or really fucking kinky sex. Um, it tends to do one or the other. Um, and so you know, may all the blessings be upon you is what I should say. I mean, you know, it's not a forever transit. This is also over in February of 2024, so you've got several more months, um, but not that long left. Um, and then what happens? When that transit is over, I mean, you've got a bunch of really lovely things happening, but these ongoing Neptune transits will continue to dog you. I mean, I hate to say it because you don't want to hear it, not because I actually hate to say it. I don't hate to say it at all, but (laughs) you need boundaries. This is where you are. You're learning boundaries with the things that you value and the people that you value. And boundaries, I will say, I don't think are about fences and walls. They're about clarity, intention, Mm -hmm. and protection. Mm, And boundaries are flexible. Rules and walls are rigid, but boundaries Mm -hmm. are adaptable. And I Mm -hmm. think that you haven't given yourself full reign to have adaptable yet strong boundaries, but you deserve Mm -hmm. them. And this is a period of your life that is making you feel the consequences of not having them when you don't.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gabe how do you feel about that
2: But Jessica
1: if I (laughs) ask For things people won't like me Anymore you see that's
2: not true And you know it right or do You not know it? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. 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 Also like
0: The thing about people liking you Is that like yeah sometimes People don't like us you know it's like Sometimes that's just life. there's plenty Of people I don't like yeah and I have I, I know. You know and I don't I don't, feel that I don't way treat too, them like garbage <laughs> I know <laughs> mm-hmm. anymore. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't strangers think strangers on like the garbage
1: Internet garbage. can hate me. You know, strangers on the Internet can hate me, uh, whatever all they want. But, um, you know, the people that I want to like me,
2: they got to like me when. So you have a moon Venus opposition in your birth chart. And this can make you feel like if I don't like you for 15 minutes in a conversation, I don't like you at all ever. (laughs) Like it can make you um, this this aspect in the birth chart can make a person feel a need for like praise and validation. So, in other words, proof, proof Mm. that you like me. And so if you're interacting with somebody and they're not giving you proof, a.k.a. maybe they're fucking annoyed in a moment, um, that it can be really heavy in your heart because you're just like, how do I fix that? How do I fix it immediately? Instead mm-hmm. of like, just letting it ride, basically. Um mm-hmm. And then, you know, the thing that I said to River, I'm, I'm going to say it to you. There is this way that, and hold on, what is this planet? Yes, fucking Pluto. Um, <laughs> there's this way that for you, when things fall, they have a tendency of a little bit crashing. And so there's this fear of losing yourself in depression mm-hmm. Um when these feelings come up. And so the, Reaction—the knee-jerk reaction that you tend to have—is a little outsized because you're trying to defend yourself from ever feeling that terrible feeling again. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm coming back to boundaries. Like, I—it's I, super annoying, and nobody likes to hear me talk about boundaries. <laughs> I talk about boundaries all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. But it is really—it is really your work, and it's in part just about having boundaries in your own thinking. Like, where mm-hmm. you allow your thoughts to linger. You can't control how you feel, but you can you know every time you start obsessing on that thing that you know makes you feel bad you can just say like chocolate pie chocolate pie chocolate pie chocolate pie <laughs> you don't have to do a, like a spiritual mantra but you can um you can interrupt a negative thought loop with something neutral mm-hmm. um verbally neutral like singing happy birthday song we'll do it That's, you know yeah. and something like that can make a meaningful difference over time for you um mm-hmm. because your capacity for love is ridiculous. It's so big. It's so big. And if that doesn't expand to encompass yourself Mm. Mm. in a more whole way, then you'll feel like you're leaking energy as you age. Like it's not sustainable. It's just Mm. not sustainable. And, you know, I can, I bet, you know, River, you know now that you're you're in your 40s, right? You can probably identify. It's like certain things mm-hmm. you can get away with at th- fucking 38, at 41. Uh, yeah, like shit <laughs> changes. There's a reason why we delineate these decades, right? Yeah. and so you're young mm-hmm. enough where this this is the time where you're supposed to be doing it. It's not supposed to have been done before, but it does need to be done. That your mm-hmm. your capacity for love envelops you. It's it, it it's not just for others, um, yeah. and that. In part means that other people can dislike you because it doesn't mean you dislike you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I know. under.
2: Yeah. Did we know that it was gonna get deep? Did no. We
0: know it was okay. gonna
1: no, I wanted it. I wouldn't to. have
0: said yes to this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted it to. No, okay.
0: I also. I'll do. tell
1: you. Um, <clears throat> what happened was, I bought a house with a partner. We split oh, up, so shit. I lost all my money. <gasps> Oh, I'm so sorry. That's awful. Yeah, it's really bad. I call it my divorce because we were engaged, but we never got married, but the house stuff has gone on for like a year.
2: Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And so you're going to lose all your money from this investment? Well, they
1: a large sum of it, yeah, but they I'm uh, hopefully this week or next week I'm going to get whatever we've negotiated to give back to me, mm-hmm. but it's not comparable to what i put in so and did you do you
2: get to keep the house
1: no oh it's fine see river said almost nothing and i'm like open book being like
2: i'll name names (laughs) yeah sure i mean listen the two of you are are different and that is really important and
0: (laughs) that's why we do this podcast
2: i was (laughs) gonna say and you know i pulled up your relationship chart
0: thank perfect segue jessica it's almost like you do this for a living well i don't
2: i don't want you to think it's my first time (laughs) because it's not um it's not. Okay, hold on. I've got like three charts and our faces. Okay. So you guys never dated, right? No. No. Okay. No. But it's Why? Kind of, why did you ask that? I'll tell you exactly why. Because it's kind of like a love thing you have going on here. <laughs> it's like a little it's a like a little bit tender. Am I wrong about that? I don't, I mean don't to think to put you so. on the spot.
0: Well, I mean, we no. kind of describe it as a little brother, big brother relationship. So that's a little bit yeah, of what the tender. dynamic is now, you know?
2: Yeah. 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 There's something very tender about your relationship. You have really different, I think, as we've established so far, (laughs) really different ways of navigating um, a, a ton of things, maybe everything. Like you're very, very different people. And that's kind of what works, especially because you're. Doing like big brother, little brother thing, like that, is very specific. It's a very specific totally. way of identifying your your yes. love, and it, it works for your relationship. I'm just gonna say, thank um, you. Perfect. It it really does work. I take will that also iTunes
0: say, Store. That's why we do yeah, this podcast. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah.
2: T- take it, Spotify. <laughs> take That's it. why
0: we do this.
2: So here's something interesting in your relationship hmm. chart. You have Jupiter in the second house, which means the two of you can make money together. What? Oh, so, that's cute. Oh, that's. Good. I know it's not the worst thing you ever heard. So here's what I would say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You could make you can make money together. So if you don't already have, I don't think you do. Looking at this chart, but if you don't already have like agreements written. Agreements mm. because, yeah, okay, you obviously have sure, yeah, your faces don't. um No. So if we've learned nothing from the great house escapade <laughs> of, of Gabe, um, it is wise to have written agreements, okay? So your relationship chart has the capacity to make good money together, which mm. means mm. you should have written down, you can do it in an email exchange, state of California, that counts. A written exchange of, okay, any products that ever come up as a result of this partnership, we are 50 50. Any expenses, oh. we are 50 50. Something simple like that. You know, it doesn't that have to, to go to a lawyer, but have agreements between the two of you of the limitations and extent of your kind of, like, legal obligation to each other, your financial obligation to each other. Mm-hmm. Because this oh. actually – you could do stuff together. Like, I don't know if it, if you're going to be doing, like, this podcast live. That could really resonate with people. I don't mm. know if you've got, like, merch yet. But, like, that could no, really No, I want to do merch very bad.
0: Yeah, and I think Gabe made, like, a little donation page thing that we should probably shout out in the middle of this conversation because I don't think we've yeah, shouted I- it out on the podcast.
1: Um a do co that. Fee, A co dot fee. It's in our link in our bio in bad with money. I mean in um the new guy's uh Instagram. <laughs> and I and and I yeah, I did that kind of without asking, but I was like, this will be
0: cute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, donate to the show. No, not yet.
2: Okay. No. Do that. Yeah. But again, yeah. in an email, write out this is the Patreon. This is what we're agreeing to, 50-50 participation. If one of us does way more for the Patreon for a month. The other one agrees that they're okay with it unless they write an email saying otherwise, like just boundaries, boundaries Mm -hmm. and clarity. Clarity. And if you guys don't know what that looks like, Google it. That's all. (laughs) Because I don't think either of you exactly know what the hell I'm talking about, but it's (laughs) worth finding out. Okay. yeah, totally. Um, So that's one cool thing. The other thing that. (sighs) Bear with me here. You haven't had a conflict yet, have you? No,
0: I don't think Mm so.
2: You'd remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've
0: talked it. If if anything's come up, we've we've usually talked things out.
2: Yeah, very easily. Both of you are not the first people I would expect to give a workshop on discussing conflictual dynamics. Was that a diplomatic way of saying? <laughs> it?
0: I think so. Yeah. You mean yeah. either of us separately, or together, or both? Correct. Okay, got it. Yeah. I All I right. do.
2: I do. I mean, in particular, this relationship. It's. Both of you would be pretty loathe to have a conflict. Like you don't want to be mm-hmm. the bad guy and you don't want to have a conflict, which is why you need to have really clear agreements while everything is wonderful. I'm not saying anything will ever be bad, but as grown-ups, we know mm-hmm. all relationships yes. have their, their dips and dives. So mm-hmm. it's just wise to have that in place. This is, you know, I mean— Again, the first and most important thing that I see in the relationship chart is that it's a love relationship, that the two mm-hmm. of you have real af- affection and tenderness, that the way you get along is really authentic and that if the two of you are like out together with other people, like you're at a party and it's the two of you and a bunch of other people, people are really happy to be around you. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that's part of like your vibe on the podcast and if you end up doing live things, like you um, have a, a, a real kindness towards each other. And it makes other people feel safe. And mm-hmm. I feel like for the podcast that you're doing, that's that's more than that's more than a little something. That's something pretty big, mm-hmm. having the ability to make people feel safe. Um and that is it's not just who you are as individuals, it's actually like your your zhuzh. It's like your magic sauce. You that's know what, what makes I mean?
0: the new guys the new guys.
2: That's what makes the new it guys. It really guys. is. <laughs> yeah. It's tender. It's like it's the yes. it's the tenderness. And I will also say, and, and is this podcast like you, I've listened to a few episodes, um, but you do talk about trans stuff specifically, eh? Like it's, Yes. I mean, we yeah, try yeah, to talk yeah.
0: about all kinds of stuff, but we don't. It's not like I we mean, don't talk about it.
2: Yeah. So in the in your relationship chart, you, bo- you have a Mars-Neptune conjunction, and that has a lot to do with. Trans maskness. <laughs> it has mm. to do with um, Neptune blurs lines and Mars is again, it's like the man symbol that we conventionally use. It's uh, exploring the boundaries and um, boundarylessness of masculinity mm. and how it's embodied. And that's just fucking cool and weird. Right. <laughs> and your Mars Neptune conjunction is. Um, is opposite the ascendant of your relationship. So it's a huge part of your identity as like a couple, if I can refer to you as that. Mm-hmm. And then you also have this really beautiful Venus, uh, Venus sun conjunction, which which is just um, as I said, kind of like a like a tender, loving, sweet thing. But it's also Venus is the traditional female symbol, right? It's also a gendered placement. So there's this way that you are like a, a safe place for each other to explore and address gender issues. It's really cool. Look at that. It's like it's Whoa. a little on the money, like it's yeah, a little yeah. a little on the nose, which is why I didn't lead with it. Um I was like really, I know, I mean it sounds like I'm making it up, but it's like it's in the chart. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right? incredible. Cool. Yeah. So we're
0: so basically Jessica, I mean I could talk to you all day, but you know, I want to respect your time and all those things. Uh, basically what you're saying is we're both Collectively and individually, exactly where we need to be.
2: (laughs) Yes, ish. I would say that ish. I would say the two of you are, um, that your partnership and your friendship has the opportunity to help people have more self acceptance and self love, and that that's really fucking powerful. And you shouldn't, uh, make that smaller than it is. So that's one thing I'm saying. And then let me return to your individual charts. Watch me do a fucking thing. Um, and then, do River, yes. I would say, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, um, I'm just
0: laughing at your the sounds you're making.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but I, I would say that you are going through a particularly triggering time yep. this month
0: mm-hmm. and
2: in general in your life. Mm-hmm. And it is supposed to be really intense. And the thing that the two of you have in common right now... Is that you're really needing to figure out what you value in yourselves, what you value in partnership, and how you want to be loved and how you realistically can love others. Mm. That you're going through the same. Like, I could say that to both of you. It's true in really different ways. Mm. So, Gabe. For you, it has so much to do with boundaries and motivation, boundaries and motivation. Whereas River, for you, it has to do with like going deep into your guts and ripping some stuff out of there. Like it's, you know, it's a little bit of a more uh intense process, but you're both going through this. And so it's interesting because it seems like I've touched on things in this conversation where one of you didn't know about what was happening with the other, like I kind of like got in there. Um mm. and I do think both of you can would be helped by talking a little bit more, maybe not to each other, I don't fucking know, but like talking a little bit more about the thing under the thing under the thing that's happening mm. and not just on the surface of what's happening, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is like easier said than done, but that's, again, you're both going through really intense growth spurts. And then I just have to say, Gabe, and this is like an <laughs> elder uh, elder statesman moment, I, I, my top hat I tip to you. I remember 35 and 35 for me was like this year where I was like, oh, I'm really going to live like I'm actually like this is life. It's like 35 and I've said it to a lot of people and a lot of people who are, you know, 30, 38 and older have been like me too. 35 is really this like entry into life that I think can be really powerful. And if, in fact, what I am saying is in any way true, then if at 35 things really begin then just think about how much time you have to do all the things you want to do hmm. because of how much you've already gotten done personally, professionally, and all of that. The Neptune transit you're going through can really fuck with your self-esteem. Neptune governs mm-hmm. anxiety. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that you are likely ruminating on about yourself and your self-worth are likely a product of anxiety more than uh, an effect of self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. And that's good news. Is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Because you could be anxious and have a million problems or you could have like yeah. 30 problems and be anxious and I would choose the latter.
1: Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: For whatever. Yeah, it's it worth.
1: was interesting what you said about masculinity just because this that is sort of what this show is about a little bit is like I when I was a woman, I knew how to be. I mm. got it. I know how people see me. I know how to interact with people. I know how to flirt. I know how to get what I want. Um, and me now, I don't. I'm not masculine enough. I, it's not happening fast enough. No, mm-hmm. I don't know what I look like. And I, people who are attracted to me are people I'm confused why they are, and people who aren't attracted to me, I'm confused why they're not. And it's just kind of um,
2: horrible. <laughs> mm. I'm so sorry that it feels that way. And I
1: want to be more masculine and I can't. And then also, well, I can, but I'm working on it. And then, um, yeah. And so then I've never had good boundaries ever. But the boundaries of stuff is is all based on anxiety of being like, every person needs to like me because I don't fucking know what's going on for me. Mm. So,
2: yeah. You know, I personally remember puberty. And puberty was hell. You know, puberty was hell. And mm-hmm. everyone around you when you're going through puberty is also going through puberty and also in their personal hell. Mm-hmm. And transitioning, whatever that means, whether it's like transitioning to a binary gender or not, is one of the most holistically challenging and brave things I think a person can do. And Thanks. I, I mean it very earnestly. Um, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Well, yes. what it is, is it's, it's going through puberty out of step with yeah. Yeah. expectations and not just expectations that you have for yourself, but the expectations that the world has for you. And every person who goes through puberty, and in particular, masculine pu- puberty, feels like it isn't happening quickly enough. That's like a thing. Have you never mm-hmm. seen a sitcom? <laughs> like, that's a thing. Am yeah. I right? You know, we yeah, totally. know this. And so this is it unfortunately Mm -hmm. you know what you're talking about is very human and very real and i think so much of the time so much of the time within a a period of puberty whatever that looks like for a person wherever you're going we're stuck trapped inside of ourselves because our hormones are going fucking bananas and Mm -hmm. you've got your own shit associated with all of that and what we don't i think have enough safe spaces for for trans people in all the ways right so it's like a huge umbrella i feel like but is spaces to be chaotic <laughs> and it's really hard because puberty's <laughs> fucking chaotic and i just want to acknowledge that that it is chaos nobody has a non chaotic puberty yeah. and yeah going through this puberty is of course it's happening too slowly i mean yeah of course it is. And of course it feels chaotic. And I just my wish for you is that you can be loving and generous towards your humanity in this in the way you might be for literally anybody else. Your dog, your friend, your post uh, officer, like you're really, really generous and loving and accepting of everybody else, and mm-hmm. I just want to encourage you to keep on bringing your brain back to that. Like I have the skill of being generous and kind and patient with other people. I I don't have to feel non-chaotic, but I have to. Have, but try to have compassion for yourself within that chaos. Yeah, I know does that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yes, it does. It's Sorry, it's the man. old
0: imagine a circle of compassion so big that everything, every living being on the planet is inside of it, and now. Imagine you are too.
2: I've wow. never heard that before. Yeah. That sounds like I a have one of my
0: favorite things. But yeah, it's hard. That's really sweet. It's I really, really hard. I really also just want to say how much I appreciate what you just said, Jessica. And I feel like a lot of people that listen to this show are going to really resonate with Will, it. Yeah. And it's giving myself, me, a little more tenderness with myself of just like, mm. and other trans people of like, of course we're mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only are we going through this chaotic thing that's really hard to understand, and we're doing it as adults, so we do have an understanding, but also not really. And then also the world is like, yeah, and you're illegal. <laughs> you know, right? it's like, it's yes. very, it's hard and very... uh isolating and it can feel very uh claustrophobic I think in in yeah. one's own life so I really appreciate what you said about, about yeah. that
1: despite all our rage we are still just rats <laughs> in a cage oh my god are right. we
2: though <laughs> I you know I I do I think that like even for folks who have a lot of queer community and a lot of like queer resources part of it is isolation I think mm-hmm. that is part of transition yeah. any transition but certainly mm. this one and um, You know, I can't help it, forgive me, but like as a spiritual practitioner, I have to acknowledge that it is a spiritual transition. Mm -hmm. And where are the spaces where we really talk about that? How do we talk about that Mm -hmm. when everybody has a different spiritual identity or center or hit or trauma or whatever it is? And it is a spiritual transition. And it is an especially hard one, especially, you know, I think on tea, because tea does not make you more patient. It does not make you, you know, it does not facilitate spiritual connection per se on its own mm-hmm. and i think orienting with that is a huge transition and it's a worthy one and it can be a beautiful one but it's hard and <laughs> yeah. you know i think mm-hmm. again this is just there's so many conversations that happen around trans experience and trans identity and then so many of conversations that don't really yeah, happen yeah they really and don't. and it's like this is, you know, part of why when you reach out, I was like, Fuck yeah, let's have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. oh let's do God. this. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm
0: all about it. Well, I really appreciate yeah. I mean, this is like beyond my wildest dreams. A little too oh. real, but no. It's I I, I I mean I it always is, so I'm I'm very I'm very happy about it. And
1: we go through the edit, River has cut out everything. The listeners just, are like, just what? what was Rivers reading? Yeah.
0: It's just Gabe's chart and then, well, thank you, Jessica, for everything you did. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) No, I'm not going to be like that. Um, But yeah, thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on. We really appreciate it. It's It's honestly been wonderful and I can't wait to call you on the phone and hear all the other stuff you didn't want to put on tape for me because you understand (laughs) me so well.
2: I do, I do. Call me anytime and it has been my pleasure.
0: Oh my God. And where can people find you?
2: Okay, so you can listen to my podcast called do- Ghost of a Podcast anywhere. Podcasts are heard. Um, that was embarrassing, but I do it all the time. <laughs> and uh, I have a Patreon, and I have an Instagram, and a website, and free horoscopes, and tons of classes, and nice. shit like that. Great, you know? cool, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We'll post about you so you can find Jessica. And uh, I just would say to anybody because you you know you touched on the sort of spiritual angle and that there's like. It's hard to talk about those things because we all come from different spaces. And I think that's what I've enjoyed about astrology is that it's pretty wide and encompassing and you can kind of uh, just find yourself in it. Like quite literally, that's what it's about. And so anybody that's looking for something like, I don't know, just check it out and don't, you know, open open your windows and doors to it. You know, you never know.
2: Yeah. You might find a friend. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed.
0: Thanks so much, Jessica. We really appreciate it.
2: Thank you. I've had a great time. Thanks for having me.
0: This podcast is edited and produced by Logan Castrodale. Music by Atlas Bishop. Art by Maya Scarpa. Email us at thenewguyspodcast at gmail.com. Bye.